Man, that is a club banger. They need to start playing that thing in the club on the weekend. For real. Uh, welcome back to Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. I am your host, Ross Bolin. You can follow me on all social media at WRBolin. And I am here, as always, with Veronica Ruck. Hey, guys. It's Veronica Ruck on Twitter and Instagram. That's R-U-C-K-H. It's VM Ruck on Snapchat if you want to follow me there. And special guest host Joe Nullet, who is back from season or uh, season from from our first week of the podcast because our regular guy Barrett is in Asia. Well, I like to think it's because you guys really like having me around, and because we really like having you around. But just in, in case anybody's Barrett's wondering in where Barrett is, he's in. I think he's in Vietnam right now, uh, scouting out T-shirt stuff. I was going to make a slave joke, and I feel like that's really inappropriate. Yeah, Maybe we just cut that. So I'm Joe Nullet. <laughs> Joe Nullet. Uh, you can uh, follow me at Joe Nullet, N-U-L-L-E-T, on the Twitter. And uh, yeah, good to be back. Thanks for having me. And our guest for the week, Dan Register. What's up, guys? Dan, what is your social media stuff? Uh, across the board, it's just Dan Register, except on Twitter. Spell your last name, dude. Nobody Dan knows underscore Register, R-E-G-E-S-T-E-R. So everything else is Dan Register, though. No Wonderful. Yeah. Dan is the office contrarian. What's up, guys? Honestly, <laughs> a little bit risky having Dan on the podcast at all because his takes are so hot. So hot that they wrote about it. On both Slate and the New York Times. Yes. Quite hot. That's how you know you made it. A highly disturbed individual. Um, Did you already tell us what you do here at Grand X? Uh, Like you said, I pretty much make a living trolling on a site called TotalFratMove.com. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well put. Have you read the uh, A Song of Ice and Fire books? Who reads? Well, you write for a living, so I hope some people read. It's more of a chore. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mean I warned you people Uh, What would would your sigil be Dan? My sigil would probably be like A silverback gorilla Holding a boulder above his head Ready to smash (laughs) Oh my god Yeah. So originally The way I got into Game of Thrones And just like all this like nerdy fantasy stuff Is because I used to make fun of my fraternity brothers For watching it And uh, playing the video game Skyrim (laughs) <laughs> okay, yeah, I've played Skyrim. And I actually started playing Skyrim just to make a giant Nord Viking and smash elves and like any like fantasy type character and I just I just got off on that. And just, that and then that somehow led you to And then I uh I, I started it kinda like blended into Game of Thrones and I just started like cheering for just chaos and anarchy and <laughs> okay. any anytime somebody liked a character, I was just like, I need that character to die. Then who's your favorite <laughs> character? My favorite character, of course, is Ramsey. Ramsey <laughs> Bolton. <laughs> oh, this this is gonna go well. Oh I mean, God. just imagine I, I have some money right on him uh, at the end of the show to be on the Iron Throne. So you have money Where, on that. I have money on. Where Ramsey. the fuck do you bet for That's something? Just the odds uh, had to be just god awful. I mean, 
you get you get great odds. I mean, I'm just throwing on a little bit of money to win. I mean, it's more it's all more about winning more money for and betting less money. <laughs> and I know it's probably it's very unlikely it's going to happen, but great. I think he's a worthy adversary for Jon Snow. We finally have a guest whose favorite character is Ramsay Bolton. But also, I think I would also say probably the the mountain too, just because hashtag goals. And that's God. that's about all you need to know mountain. about Dan. <laughs> That, yeah, that really tells you a lot about who Dan is as a Sick person. Sick fucks and zombie mountains. All right, so remember uh, Oysters, Clams, and Cockles on iTunes. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Rate us five stars. Leave a review. Tell all your friends who watch the show to listen to us. And now follow our incredible Twitter account that features mostly GIFs. Uh, at Clams and Cockles on Twitter. Uh, also, for our lawyer, loyal lawyer... For our lawyers and our loyal listeners, uh, because we love you, we have a special 20% off code for manoutfitters.com, which is owned by Grandex, our, uh, our parent company that puts on this lovely podcast. And uh, if you go to manoutfitters.com and enter the discount code OCC, as in oysters, clams, and cockles, at checkout, you'll get 20% off all orders. The code expires June 30th. We've got Patagonia, Yeti, Under Armour, Columbia, Colhan, and dozens of other brands. So hitmanoutfitters.com, enter the code OCC at checkout. Now we're going to jump right into it. Uh, another great episode last night. I was, I was pretty happy with it. Yeah, lots of pieces moving around on the chessboard. Everything good happened, which like terrifies me. I tweeted about that last night. Like nothing, <laughs> like... Everybody's about to die, I think. Happiness no... happiness is in short supply. Every every good thing I ever wanted like happened this episode. I think my biggest takeaway though was I found a new way to cut fruit. <laughs> <laughs> is that not psychotic the way Ramsey cuts fruit? Like cuts his apple. Was it a pear and apple? He's the most dis- your, your favorite character is the most disturbed individual maybe in the history of television. I have no problems with that, though. Like, <laughs> I, you okay. need that. You need, respect, you need the villain. I respect how yeah. all in on Ramsey you are. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a weird thing. Like, there's so much, so many good things have been happening that I feel like for a lot of fans, it's weird. It, it's yeah. like you it's, feel a little like like you're not supposed to be enjoying yourself or as I'm happy as you like, are. I'm almost like okay, like you've given us too much. I almost kind of want something terrible. Yeah, I'm a little happen. weirded out. To yeah. Be honest. <laughs> Yeah, it's setting up for a happy ending, and that's just not Game of Thrones at all. I don't, I don't. There's got to be. See, that's the thing. The ending is too far off for this to be setting up for a happy ending. So a bunch of terrible shit that's has to I happen think. between I think now and like, then. I feel like Sansa. I feel like she's gonna die. I, don't I know. hope not. Somebody, somebody important. Is I, somebody, somebody go important down. that we want to live has to die. Are you yeah. saying that Wyland that was taking care of uh, what's his name? Oh, Asha. Oh, Asha, yeah. You th- you're saying she's not important? Nope. No? Okay. No, I mean, you don't even remember her name. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got to face it. There is a boob quota and there is a death quota in every single episode. That's true. Right. And I can still feel happy about the way the episode shook out with one death because we hit the boob quota anyway. So We did hit boob quota. It's important. But yeah, these, these, feel, good, these feel good episodes, I can't really name too many episodes I was actually happy after in the show that's like to this season which is i know which is, seriously Wait, it's, yeah. it's too, terrifying too it's great it's great how much i love a show that provides misery to me so often 
Yeah, no, I'm 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 right there with you. So let's let's start out at the wall. There is like a massive gathering of characters at the wall now. We've got Jon Snow, Sansa and Brienne show up. Podrick, the sex god, is there. <laughs> uh, Melisandre and Sir Davos and Tormund. Uh, Squad. All at the wall. That's a lot of people, man. Yeah. Um, so it kind of starts out with Ed. I, he was, Ed, Ed was kind of the voice of uh, of the people at the beginning of this episode when he calls out Jon Snow, basically says, like, dude, like, are you serious? You're just going to leave us here? Like, you've seen <laughs> everything that's about to go down. Like, I was at uh, Hard Home with you, and and now you're, you're going to bail? Um, which well, is something we kind of talked about last week on the episode. Well, it just seems like he didn't have any plan before Sansa showed up. He was just... Like John that, Snow. Yeah, John Snow. Like I it looked like at the end of last episode he was gonna just leave the leave the wall without even putting a I thought he just yeah, I thought he just walked out. <laughs> I thought he was already gone. Is that your Siri? Veronica's sorry. pulling up Siri. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Who is John Snow again, Siri? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but then uh, like pretty quickly into the episode, like two minutes, Sansa and Brienne arrive at the wall and we have our first of many uh brother sister reuniting moments in this episode the other ones being Theon and Yara and Marjorie and Loras very heartwarming it was pretty awesome I I like clapped like a child like literally it was so weird like slow clapped at your TV no like fast clap which I think is worse like it was kind of a weird reunion though because they weren't really close at all well I read a tweet, and I don't know if this is accurate that said they had never been on screen together yeah that's what they said in the um, with the little recap at the end too, that they had never been on screen together. That's crazy. Yeah. I did not realize that. Well, like, he was, yeah, he wasn't in. He wasn't in like the procession when Robert showed up in the very first episode. He was out hiding in the corner or something. Right. So, yeah, right. we've never really seen them together. The books don't really dive into their relationship at all. I'm just glad that I thought they were going to pull a, one, another. Oh, you just missed it on us. And I did John already. John's gone. Yeah. Sansa shows up. Oh, but. I'm glad, you know. Yeah, well, that's what I expected to happen, which is another example of I like I'm totally freaked out. Things are what, out yeah. it's like yeah. things keep happening like the things that we would have predicted or have right, predicted to right. happen, which is not normally how this show works. Maybe so. we're just really smart. Or we're just yeah, everybody's just no, I mean it's like the whole fucking country There's just so is many predicting these things yeah. that are happening now and it's like uh starting to get a little uneasy. But no, that was really cool. Sansa did reference like that she felt bad for treating John like such an ass or something like that, and I yeah. was like, yeah, she was like, I was a little bit of a bitch. Yeah, but I mean, they don't, they've never, <laughs> but they never had any interaction. We've never seen no. any of that, so it was a little weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like they're just like normal brother sister, like, like haters. Well, they're like other. no, yeah. no Stark has seen another Stark in like in fucking forever ages yeah. since season one. Well, right? but John, John might not be a Stark. Let's just no, keep that in mind. Oh wait, yeah, he'd still be a no, he's star. Still a star. Okay, he's just not brother I, I keep, sister. I keep forgetting that. that yeah, okay, ignore me. <laughs> um, I usually do. But I thought it was hilarious that like they hug, they have this like awesome, you know, long embrace, whatever. Uh, then they're like inside of one of the rooms at uh, Castle Black and have already completely caught each other up on everything <laughs> that has happened. So Which is yeah, so much dead. shit. They brought me back so, to life. So I got raped a bunch of times. <laughs> oh, you got raped. No. Like I mean, yeah, the, I got murdered. Yeah, okay. And they both—they're both still in like a great mood. Like the the stories they would have had to have just told each other. Just to e- just even a quick recap of what's happened to both of them 
over the past however much time has passed since they've seen each other is crazy. Like it, that conversation would take thousands of hours of nonstop talking in reality. Yeah, well, I'm glad. I'm glad they spared it, though. They like they might kind of don't they have those like little raven? Like I feel like they could like they're all they're both big names, so I feel like yeah, there does seem to be a a lot of information passed via Raven, Raven uh, that that we're not yeah that we're not really aware of as viewers because people always seem to know things that you wouldn't think they would know. Yeah, but in this case, it's like. I don't think anybody was sending out Ravens to update the status of Sansa's, like how she was being treated under Ramsey Bolton. Like he wasn't like firing out newsletters. Like <laughs> here's, yeah. here's how I abused my wife today. Dear yeah. Westeros. And John uh, at the wall, they don't seem to be, they haven't been in a position to even be worried about communicating with the outside world other than being like, for the love of God, send us more people, please. We need more people. Uh, but it, it, it's just funny how how quickly they they seem to catch each other up, and then uh, another real like the funniest part of probably the episode as a whole, unless I'm forgetting something, was Tormund uh, just being I so oh, yeah. oh, so shit. creepy. Yes, he was so into Brienne. Uh, <laughs> like immediately, first when she rides in, he's like, "Damn!" Like totally eyes her. <laughs> But then later when they have that meal where they're all eating awkwardly at the table together like as a dysfunctional, messed up family, <laughs> uh, he's just like staring at her and smiling. Like as he eats his meat. Um, yes. <laughs> Imagine so those children gross. those two would have. Oh, man. Mountain-esque children. children. Yeah, that was great. I hope there... I, I don't think there's going to be a, a relationship that a we get to see story. Blossom, oh, but that on. would be so awesome. Oh, if, that would make me happy if for Brienne. The most random side story in the history <laughs> of the just show. Get, just get a love triangle with Jamie in there, and you've just Oh, got, yeah. Oh, I forgot oh, yeah. she liked him. They did have some sparks flying some together. I think it's more one way. I think it was both ways. He, like, saved her. It was weird, though. Like, yeah. he... It was weird... Because it doesn't make sense. Like, Jamie's, like, this crazy, handsome, famous, rich guy, and she's, like, this giant, ugly, uh, tall woman. But he was developing some kind of yeah, attraction for her. But, I mean, Jamie her. also fucks his sister, so... That's true. Yeah, he doesn't have great judgment. That's true. I guess that... Kind Sister's of, you, pretty hot, though. When you put it that way, it kind of ruins <laughs> anything I just said. Uh, <laughs> standards, standards need not apply. Here. Yeah, he doesn't really... He's not a normal guy. Not normal circumstances. Well, I'm, I'm, pull, I'm pulling for that. Hey man, different strokes for different folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pulling for the romance to happen. I don't know if they just, have just time. For the, just for the sake of a really awesome like like single scene. kiss, or just like they wake up in some tent together with like bearskin rugs. I just think. Oh wait, so wait, no, <laughs> God, what is this whole thing? Did Tormund actually fuck a bear? He says. Is he that does. a real thing? He no. said. He says he did. I I I think I'm going to say that I'm going to choose to believe that he has. I think so too. I think that's. The way to go about he's it. An, he's like the coolest character on the show now. Like he's he's an awesome, awesome he's character. Funny. Oh, it's also seeing him like when <laughs> when Sansa rolls into to uh, Castle Black. There are now two extreme gingers in one place. Oh, like they both have the reddest possible hair ever. So he had to be like, hey, look at that. There's another one. Well, let's let's face it. There's we got a recurring theme going on. Jon Snow needs a redhead around to tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. Ygritte. Egret, Melisandre, Sansa. Twilight. Oh yeah, the show is yeah. very pro redhead. Wow, there are a lot of redheads. Yeah, yeah. And they all tell, they all boss Jon Snow. Well, around. it's a song yeah. of ice and fire. Crunch. Yeah. yeah. So Crunch. I mean, 
I've heard this theory being thrown out there, uh, potentially that Jon Snow and Ramsey Bolton are actually twin brothers. And what? if you make the connection, <laughs> what, what the shit? No, kind of I mean, this is, is just one of the theories I saw, and they are both extremely into redheads. That so, is, yeah, he does. Make Ramsey does huh? go out of his way to say, like, I prefer Put redheads. Two and two together. Does, I don't remember that. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Jon Snow and Ramsey are not twin brothers. Um, yeah, can, we get, can we get some odds on that? <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, no. So the lot, a lot going on at the wall. Um, then Brienne has a little confrontation with Sir Davos and Melisandre where she basically comes up and, and decides to rub in their faces that, that she's the one who executed Stannis. Uh, and then clearly does not like... Sir Davos or Melisandre, and like in- informs them, like you know, I know what you did. Basically, Stannis admitted it to me before I executed him. You used black magic to kill. Uh, you set a child on fire. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 well, just, it yeah. seemed like Davos didn't know that. He was like, "Wait, but like, what happened to Shireen? Like, he didn't." Uh, yeah, I was a little confused right? by that. Well, he, but they do. But there? they do. But they do remember. I don't. I'm not sure if Davos remembers that, but he does remember the little uh, shadow abortion that killed. Well, Bradley. yeah, for right, sure. You don't right. forget that, dude. But you, I think you don't forget be, seeing some shit like that. I think he would be so pissed. He loved her. That little girl It was like his. I don't know, goddaughter. It seems like yeah. sort of. Yeah. Like he, he clearly like took her under his yeah, wing. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. more parental. Brienne, Brienne versus Sir Davos is kind of a bummer to me cuz I they're so they're both so likable. Yeah. Like you don't need them at arms and you know, one or both are probably going to die pretty soon just because they seem to be in remotely happy places. So. I'm sure Melis- Davos though will talk it through. That's what He'll I think. Melisandre looks like a little bitch ass pussy though look next to Well, she's still Brienne. Oh yeah, she's like she was half like, her size. Fuck no, she looked terrified. That's the only time she's ever been like shit. I'm well, she's, oh, that thing came out ooh, of my vagina. Whoops, I, that, that was that mine. Was the demon vagina? That's yeah, on me. My bad. She still hasn't uh, completely recovered from figuring out that Stannis was not the prince that was promised. Like even having resurrected Jon Snow, she still seems like really like Bind. down on herself. Yeah. Sort of, you know what I mean? Like. She's just staring off into the distance on that bridge or whatever, and Sir Davos comes up to her and is like, uh, I can't remember what brings it up, but she basically says she serves Jon Snow now. And he's right. like, what? Yeah. I thought... What, what, I was just about what's to going leave. On here? But she's, yeah. just, she's just the Drake of Game of Thrones. She just hops yeah, on a different bandwagon. She's, d- she's just a bandwagoner. <laughs> uh, and then she refers to, jo- to Jon Snow as the prince who was promised, and, and, and uh, Sir Davos is like, I thought... God damn it. Like, I thought Stannis was the prince. And then it's like she's not even taking herself seriously anymore, though. She doesn't seem psyched. She's just down. I would be, too, if you, like, killed all these people and you were like, oh, my beef. If you set a child on fire (laughs) for no reason at all? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't wouldn't feel great about it. Yeah. Well, there there is one theory that um, setting, uh, what, what was her name? I don't know. Shit, Shireen. So there there is one theory that the power imbued by setting Shireen on fire is what actually led to her having the power to bring back Jon Snow. Um, I don't know if that's something that would be uh, played out at all, but it might not have been for nothing. That's an interesting thought. We like to be glass half full type people here on the show. So maybe burning (laughs) the kid wasn't that bad. We got Jon Snow back. it was so bad. It was for the greater good. Come on, yeah. you'd, you'd burn a kid for Jon Snow. 
Then the biggest thing at the wall is that Jon Snow receives a letter from Ramsay Bolton that is about as hardcore of a letter as you can write another human being, uh, threatening to kill his little brother, rape his sister, and murder all of the wildlings, including women and children. Um, and which scoop out John's eyes. I believe oh, and, sh- and scoop, scoop out, out his John's eyes, eyes yeah. uh, and then feed him to his dogs. Yeah. So it was pretty hardcore. Uh, and he kept, yeah, he kept saying, "Come, come and, and see." see. It was so Wait, creepy. Wait, if he scoops out his eyes, how's he going to come and see? That's going to be after. Well, after the fact, so, uh, he gets to see first. Then scoopage. I'll scoop your okay. eyes. The eye scoopage is last. Got it. Mm-hmm. But you got to. I mean. Either Ramsey's got a ghostwriter or he's the best letter writer of all time because that was like the perfect. I mean, he accomplished his mission of being as terrifying as possible in written form. Yeah. It, also, kind of yeah. spoils his dogs. Yeah, yeah he's really into his dogs. So he feeds yeah. them people like constantly. It's like, it's I mean, like if it if it was like an uh, elite daily article, it'd be like an open letter to the bastard rival north of the wall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come and see, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, but it also kind of backfires because Jon Snow and Tormund are both extremely pissed off, like immediately, which is, thank God, like Jon yeah. is being such a little girl about everything since he's been brought back to life. Like, get, get over it, Yeah, Sansa was a badass and she's like, I'm going to do it by myself if you don't come with me. Yes. And I was like, all right, Sansa. Sansa has finally yeah. been. Finally. I'm starting, I'm starting to turn on Sansa. I used to hate her. She was just oh, I oh dude, I love so her now. I annoying. Her. No, I think I think everybody had a little bit of dislike for Sansa. Like, oh, Joffrey's not that bad. Well, she He'll was just a thirteen-year-old girl. That's how thirteen-year-old girls are. It's a great yeah. another Sansa scene. Well, just she's she's trying. She's finally turning up the agency and actually like Being trying to run shit. Yeah. Like, this episode was a huge turning point for her as a character because she is now. I mean, enough bad stuff has happened to her. Uh, and she's seen enough of like the real world and how bad stuff can get that she's like a woman. Like she she's she's motivating her brother to do the right thing and like go take back their yeah. home. He also doesn't know like how terrible Ramsey is. So he I might. Like we don't know. We don't might know have been in that thousand hour yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, maybe. she was also already raped. So maybe oh, she covered that lot. in the conversation. I don't know. Yeah, who knows oh, how much the way, they, they actually shared with each other. They're probably one-upping each other. It's like, well, I got raped. Well, I got murdered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just no pleasantries <laughs> being exchanged there. But all in all, I think, like, big mistake by Ramsey because they immediately get into, like, how many troops does he have? Sansa says 5,000. Uh, John turns and asks Tormund, like, how many do you have? He's like, 2,000. They can actually march and fight. But he's got the veil coming. And that's where we're going next to we finally see Littlefinger that's this season. That's what we season. call a transition. That is a, that is a <laughs> lovely transition. Thank you, it's Dan. Like a, what a great guest. You are a professional. Uh, so Peter Baelish, back on screen for the first time this season, uh, rides up to this same little weird area where Sir Robert or Lord Robert, whatever, is, is training with Lord Royce. Uh, train, by training, I mean like yeah. horribly failing. He's like the least athletic kid ever. <laughs> Well, he, it's weird. He was breastfeeding until he was 100, so I don't know why. His, yeah. His, he, uh, he's finally stopped he's not sucking on that muscular. teat. <laughs> Only he's, because the that teat kid, died. That kid sucks. Yeah, the teat fell from the moon door. It did. And by what do you fell, think the I mean, flew. was pushed. What are yeah. the odds he ends up on the Iron Throne? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Vegas, he's got Bavada. <laughs> Holler at your boy. He has incredible. to have the worst Vegas odds of any character. Uh, I mean, more than Hodor? You think I would put Hodor above <laughs> above Lord Robert? He's the most beta male character in the history of TV. He's the 
He's, he's been enormous getting... now too, though. Oh yeah, he's, he's another Game he's of Thrones character who hit a ridiculous growth spurt, and now just he's like in that terrible, awkward, ugly stage of puberty where you're mm. tall, but like your body hasn't caught up, so you just look goofy as shit. Skinny, yeah, yeah, he looks so funny. He was bigger than Littlefinger, though. He's huge. Well, they had him like I saw one Crushing guy on Twitter him, yeah. speculating that the only reason that Littlefinger brought him that hawk as a gift mm-hmm. was so that he'd have to be bent over to be looking <laughs> at the hawk, so that he wouldn't tower over everyone else in the scene and make them look ridiculous. So, and I buy into that, like because the hawk or whatever that was was oh, it a falcon. hawk falcon. Oh, falcon falcon, thank you. Uh, did not have any purpose at I all. I thought it was um, just so he buttered him up, so he's like, okay, now you can do what I say, and not what this other. Well, yeah, says. that too. Yeah, it that's had true. And pretty much, he could not care less about anything. Like he was just like <laughs> so intrigued by the by the, ha- the hawk. He's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever, do whatever, whatever you said. That was all it yeah. took. The one <laughs> shiny object to jangle in his face, so that he'd be too distracted to care. Uh, no, you're exactly right. Um, and it becomes immediately clear that, Lord, that Littlefinger has like total control over him now. Yeah, he Which punks. Is good. It's better than him having control over himself. Yes. Or like the own, his own area. Little that's what Littlefinger does. He's the puppet master. He's never oh, yeah. the guy in front. He's just using the people well, as... And at the, at the end of the day, Littlefinger's doing this to help Littlefinger. Yeah. So. It, yeah. But he's gonna, never like in the crossfire. Mm-hmm. He always has somebody taking those like shots for him. At this point, his intentions are extremely unclear to me. I agree. Um, like I can no longer tell if it is that he's doing it all for him or if there is some other you know motivation behind any of the moves he makes. Like this one in particular where you know he punks Lord Royce and uh, you know... I guess I could say convinces Lord Robert to send troops, but he really just tells him, hey, we should do this. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, To send troops to the wall to help. But uh, I I just can't tell if he's a good guy or a bad guy anymore. I don't think he's either. He's like, yeah. I think he just is. neither good nor evil. Chaotic neutral. He's just moving pieces for the sake of moving pieces at this point. Like, I don't really get what his, his intention... Like, all right, so... Let's does he say want to bang Sansa. That's what yep. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's. He I think that's, he's really into Sansa. That's. I think that. I think that's the end game here. Is he is, well, he's gonna like he fix the get... problem. He's gonna fix the problem he started by marrying her off to the to the Boltons, and he's gonna come, be the be and the knight in shining her. armor, save the day. Um, What's that phrase? He couldn't have the the old calf or the old bull. Now he wants the young calf. I like to think that, but that at the same time, he's like, oh, he's also the same person that gave up Sansa to Ramsay. Yeah. That, yeah. That so if you really weird. love somebody, I don't think are you giving them the Ramsay bolt? I think he Bolton? just wants to, like, I don't think, I agree with you, Dan. I don't think that his, I don't think he's, a lot has been painted in the way of him, like, you know, he loved Sansa's mother. Uh, you could easily see how maybe that could translate to him loving Sansa, but he gave her to the worst person ever. So I don't see how that could possibly be his real end game is getting with Sansa. But the, the the big thing here is that there is now, I don't know how time timeliness-wise this is going to work out, but if we've got the Vale army headed to the wall, are they going to get there before Jon and Tormund and all the wildlings head to Winterfell? Leave. Or, I mean, because that'd be sweet if they all join up together and then there's a massive, massive army and then go down and just crush everybody. But I think we're setting up for an episode nine massive fight at either Winterfell or the Wall. I probably think in the Greyjoys, too, because they've got to be pissed at Ramsay also. Well, but they're they're pretty preoccupied at the time. What are they doing? They're trying to figure out who's who's going to be their king at all uh, via King's Moot, (laughs) which is... Is that next? I think that's going to to occupy the rest of the season for 
them it seems over like Theon, in uh, the Iron Islands. Theon might have got his balls back a little bit. He's not, Figur- he's not as hunched over and like he's much made, of a creature as he was. He a made little, a little progress. A little, yeah. yeah, a little Small bit of progress. Steps. Baby steps. It's going to take a long... He'll never be normal again. No, he doesn't have I a mean, sack. Like, it's so. not like they have therapy over there. Like, he's yeah. not going to like talk it out twice a week with <laughs> Him someone. and his sister did hug it out, though. They hugged it out, bitch. She was helpful, too. She was basically like, man up, stop crying. Wait, that was... Oh, when she said that, I was like, oh, Theon. I was feeling like, oh, it's, it's legit that he's crying. And when she said it, I was like, no, it's not. Stop crying. Well, th- <laughs> she does inform him that... Uh, when he says something like, he broke me into a thousand pieces, she's like, yeah, I know. He sent us your dick in a box. So I've seen one dick of the pieces. In a box. Yes. That's never how you want to see your brother's penis. No, dude. Or at all. Wait, is there, I don't know if there's any hold great on. way. Is there an ideal way to see your brother's penis? No, but that's the, probably the least ideal that's way. The wor- I think that's the worst way of all of the bad ways. I don't know. I think I would... In a box? I don't know. As There's no way. Back. There's. I don't even want to have this conversation. There's zero percent way. Cersei problems. I hope your brother's listening to this, Veronica. <laughs> oh, great! Shout out to <laughs> Veronica's brother and his penis. Ew, and you're no. both. You are both remembering the time she saw your penis right Stop. now. <laughs> it happened. You're both remembering it, and we're just driving it into the ground right oh, now. God, I'm gonna kill myself. So then we'll go to, then we'll go to Marine, um, where. I mean, not not a whole lot happened, but Tyrion meets with the masters of Slaver's Bay to tell them that they can have slaves for seven more years until they have a new system to replace it in exchange for cutting off their support of the Sons of the Harpy, which they say immediately, like, we're not supporting the Sons of the Harpy. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, just stop. Uh, and Grey Worm and Masande, Masande? Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Are both super pissed off but in the end they do decide to back Tyrion and that's kind of it that's really all that happened they're there. both getting way too much screen time like the le- I need great I need Grey Worm to die like what? now I don't want him to die no, but I agree with you he, he's they, awful their two characters right now are occupying too much time and accomplishing nothing and Marine I, I can do without Marine let's really? just go a season without Marine well that was why dude it was like an in and out like hey look Tyrion's over there still trying to fix stuff he's wheeling and dealing and I mean he's doing the right thing yeah, I think it was the only move With he these, could make. These cross-dressing years, though, is a quite slavers. a long time. They're they're they definitely are agreeing to that. Just assuming seven years, like you'll be gone, like nothing's gonna yeah. matter right. what you say, anyways. So I can see uh, Grey Worm and Missing Days' uh, like apprehension to that because it's they're not really gonna. I mean, if Tyrion is still in Marine in seven years, I'm gonna be pretty fucking Plus, pissed. Plus, Danny's never really compromised. She's right. always I like know. stayed. She's- Stayed yeah. strong with everything. Oh, he definitely believed. spoke for her without her permission at all. Like he so I'm was not like, sure if she would be a huge fan of what he's doing right now. Well, she's not there. She's no. kind of. Like, she's got her own problems. She's kind of dumb and shit like that, though. Like she's like badass at like fighting and like making a statement, but like at shit like that, I I don't know. I feel like she's also just kind of like a teenager a great and needs to. <laughs> not yeah, great but diplomacy. she needs to be told no. like you need to compromise sometimes, and she never would want to, but she needs to that's why everybody's pissed at her right now it'll be interesting to see i mean like because i don't really know where marine is going right now or why we keep having to go back no. um but there's got to be something has to be coming because or they're just wasting our time which i can't i mean every piece of the show always plays an integral part in in, in what's going to go down so there has to be a reason they keep taking us back there for these boring scenes but i thought that was my least favorite part of the episode last night i was just like what why are we back here i think we're spending too much time on it on they, this show right that's now. true let's move yeah. on 
<laughs> then we can go to Queen Marjorie, who is in the uh, what is what is the the name of the place she's being held? Dungeon. Like, keep, the high what are they it's called? The sparrows? The high, the high sept. The sept of Baylor. Oh, whatever. He, 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 she's okay. in prison for uh, the high sparrows. Church. Prison. The Va- the Church prison. Westeros Vatican. Church prison. Um, so she meets with the high sparrow, and she's pretty, you know, beaten down. She, I mean, I don't I guess they just sit in that room all day, and then that chick comes in every once in a while and, like, speaks at them and beats them. Confess. Repent. Confess. 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 Repent. And then... Uh, Anyway, she she meets with the High Sparrow, who gives us this crazy monologue that's like a good backstory on him that kind of kind of makes his character a little more three dimensional. And it turns out he's like the Phil Knight of Westeros. He was like a little bit of a partier. A sh- well, he was like a shoe innovator. Like he oh, his dad it. his dad was like <laughs> a guy who made simple shoes, and he was like, I'm gonna make cool shoes and put stuff on them and, and, and sell them to rich people. Homeboy made shoes, drank a lot of wine, and fucked. Yeah, so it, and he, p- he used to party. He tells yeah. us about uh, you know one of these parties he threw with his, his Nike money that... Just uh, passing girls around. Yeah, where they're just passing chicks around and, and it was kind of cool to hear like how that... I mean, it gives us... Basically, he realized the error of his ways and decided to walk the uh, the path of the now the high sparrow uh anyway that was that was that was a cool little sequence there now is that genuine or is that do you think he's making stuff up i, think I still genuine. i think the story was true yeah. yeah but i still can't tell how much of if he realizes that like he's gone too far and become a little bit power hungry and a little bit on the corrupt side of the faith i don't know it's no he does not realize that he's insane he's like a religious fanatic Today. Right, like he's like too, Westboro Baptist Church, like too know. hardcore. Yeah, God hates incest. Like he, like maybe he means well, but my God, he has taken it way too far. Yeah, like yeah. And, anyway, so then he allows he allows uh, Marjorie to see Loris, who we haven't seen in quite some time. He's beaten oh, man, he looking looking rough. Beaten. I thought he was dead at first. I was like, that just looks like a sack uh, of yeah. human flesh. Yeah, I was watching it with uh, Taylor. My wife was like, yeah, he's dead. Because he was just laying... I mean, he looked he as looked dead as you dead, could possibly yeah. look. And have, having seen a corpse recently, I saw a dead guy last, last week. I still haven't gotten over it. But he, he looked dead. He looked <laughs> as dead as you can look. Resident <laughs> no, no backstory. Just gonna, I'm not going to tell the story. I'm just going to work that in here and leave it mysterious. Um, but yeah, he's like he, t- totally broken. He, Loris is like... He just wants out of there. He's like, just give them whatever the hell they want. Like, make it stop. Just yeah. begging for freedom. They must be doing something worse to him than they are to her. Like he looks we haven't so much worse. Well, yeah, yeah, we haven't seen any of what's been going on. Yeah. Marjorie got like a bath or something because she cleaned up. She, before she was like, oh, she's, she's definitely really less covered in shit than he is than yeah. she was previously though too. Yeah, so, he he just looks like nobody's looks given terrible. him anything. No. Yeah, he is he is totally beaten down. Like uh, I don't I don't really know what what's going to happen with. Marjorie or Loris at this point. Um, well, Cersei, Cersei and Jamie are gonna. Yeah, that's well, true. Yeah, uh, the, uh, so they finally, Cersei and Jamie finally work their way under the small council um, by basically playing to uh, Marjorie and Loris's mother's heartstrings, saying like, "Look, they're gonna make her do a walk of shame, just like uh, Cersei did." God, and they're gonna try to stop. And they're gonna. So she's now on board with bringing in her army uh, and uh, teaming up. Basically, 
I think the plan ended up being the Tyrell army comes into King's Landing, takes out the Faith Militant, the actual Lannister, Lannister army does back nothing. Out, back just, away. just chill. Is completely uninvolved, which seems like what? it yeah. could end up being really shitty for the Lannisters. Like, they're just... I mean, because if you think about it, the Tyrells are bringing their whole army into King's Landing, and then what? They're just going to leave after they free the Queen and uh, her brother? Well, is there is there a bigger plot at play for Cersei and Jaime? Are they going to try to, you know, this whole... We'll just chill and like let let you guys pass. Thing is this is that just going to turn into a backstabbing bloodbath? Because a, I know a three way war. Yeah, because you know like Cersei has a reason to hate the Faith Militant, but she fucking hates Marjorie. There's not really a great reason for her to want to help. I that feel like much. she has to play nice though, still with Marjorie in front of Tommen. She can't like if she kills Tommen's wife, he's not going to be well. What happy. if she, what if she gets killed by accident or? under mysterious circumstances. It just seems like yeah. to me that... All right, so back in the day when Cersei was constantly meddling with all this different shit in King's Landing, it seems like she's moved to a point where, as a character, as a person, she has bigger fish to fry than getting rid of Marjorie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why would she even care about Marjorie at this point? She just needs revenge, like hard revenge yeah. on the Faith Militant and... Uh, Everyone who's wronged her, and I don't really see Marjorie as a person who's wronged her. Right, she's just younger know. and prettier. Like she's just only... somebody married but his she, son. You got you got the prophecy in Cersei's head right. and all that shit. I I I have a pretty strong feeling that Cersei's still still up to some slimy shit under the under the radar. We'll see though. I'm just gonna be. Bu- I was. I mean, think I speak for all men when I say we were looking forward to uh, uh, a Queen Marjorie walk of shame. That would have been boring, though. Okay, like yes, you would have gotten <coughs> stare naked, but that would have been boring. We saw the same. We it would have been the same scene twice. Boring for you. Boring for you. Not for us. But oh, yeah, no, I, we I, get to I, see I mean, another you know hot you naked know girl. I hope you get to see her naked in some other way. That I'm sure we a, will. We have before. We have before. I'm sure we will again. Uh, you're right. It would have made no sense to do another walk of shame. Funny, but not. Uh, wouldn't have made sense for the storyline. Um, did anything else go down with Cersei and Jamie that we need to touch on in that in that little meeting? First of all, who Lancel's dad? Kevin. Lancel Lannister. First of all, why is his name fucking Kevin? Like, why is he the only one? <laughs> Kevin with born, an well, like, Kevin with an year? A. Yeah, it's spelled K E V A N. It's historic, it guys. Come on. Of course it is. But yeah, he's he's reigning, um, leading leading the small council now, and just button Cersei and Jaime out left and right. Lancel's had a pretty wild storyline. Like he went from being like the little bitch of a Lannister that Cersei used and had sex with to. Joining the Faith Militant, basically becoming like the most hardcore guy in he's the like Faith second Militant. In line. Yeah, yeah, second, second yeah, in command he's, he's behind one you the kind of, He's one you kind of forget about. And then his dad is now Kevin with an A on the uh, on the High Council. Um, but yeah, I guess that's it from from King's Landing. And then uh, we get our another. Okay, so that was the first of all going back to Marjorie. That was the second brother-sister reunion of the episode. Now we'll go on to the third, which is Theon and Yara. So Theon makes it to the Iron Islands um, where he finds out his father was murdered immediately after getting off the boat, which is just more great news for him. Just constantly good things happening to Theon. Um, And then he kind of gets, you know, browbeaten by Yara. Uh, We already touched on that too. But then basically says... 
he's going to back her in this king's mood. He thinks she should be King. ruler of the Iron <laughs> Islands. Yeah. Yeah, she should. Well, I think she should too. I don't know if she will be. Who's who's she against? Oh, her like uncle or whatever. Yeah. A weird amount of people. But what, again, why? Just why? another claim does anyone else have? Just another the, part the of way, Game of Thrones, though, that I could do without. Yeah, I mean, it's not the most interesting part. No. It's it's you know basically the two places right now that suck are Marine and Iron the Iron Islands. Islands. Where when it pops up, I'm like, God damn it! Is but that, I think that's gonna become relevant. Maybe at some like, point, I maybe so. maybe connected. I guess because they have they're the probably the best navy, right? That, yeah, So they have to. Like, yeah, hey, they'll find a hey, way. Hey, Daenerys just got all our boats set on fire. She oh. did. She did. She does need boats. I know some guys with boats. But I really like because the part of the uh, this whole Kingsmoot situation plays out in the books, um, and I'm pretty sure it's going to occupy the rest of this season for the Iron Islands. So hopefully we don't have to watch very much of it because it's not all that exciting. Yeah, they gotta they gotta join up to another plot line. And they gotta, yeah. there's there's really no redemption for Theon because no matter what, whatever he does, he still doesn't have a dick. Yeah, no, it's pretty hard to there's come no, back. There's from no that. coming back from that. Varys is doing okay. Yeah. Then, uh, well, yeah, but he hasn't had it since he was a kid. He's used to it. Yeah. He's accustomed to eunuch life. Theon so is much, much more than, than just losing his dick. He lost all sense of self. He was going by reek for an extended <laughs> period of time. <laughs> and he was a pr- pretty cocky individual. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. Kind of awesome before. Yeah, he was, he yeah, was. He was totally awesome before. He was just a cocky little man whore. Anti Rob. Yeah. Um, but then in Winterfell, uh, we'll bounce over to the lovely Winterfell, where Ramsay Bolton, your boy, boy. <laughs> Dan's Dan's favorite character, pulls off another fucking murder of a nice character that just we liked, Asha. So casual. So too. quick. Seemed like she was a little more deserving because uh, she played a pretty integral role in in keeping Rickon safe mm-hmm. and, and uh, even helping them escape Winterfell in the first place when Theon was in charge of it. Um, but you knew that as soon as she came in the doorway, though, it's like... Oh, I, she was dead. That, like, was just, that was just a terrible this assassination. Isn't how, this attempt. isn't how Ramsay's They're, going out. Yeah, I'm going to... He's Okay, so he's peeling a fruit. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna quick snag this knife and uh, make everything. Asha only had one move, and it was sex. That was the only way she successfully killed she's anybody. Like the only one who does that, even though, I, like, she's like, I guess because she's not highborn, she's the only one who's like, yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck him. Whatever. If out. it means I can kill him. She's it was just sad that I mean, she thought that was gonna work. When they played it up, like, what else oh. was she gonna do though? I don't know. Bide her time, but she Try went in again without, some other better without time. a weapon. She went in like, oh, mate, he'll probably have knives on the table, and I mean that's a good assumption. Dude, he, <laughs> Ramsey, but he owned her hard. Like that was I, cla- I stood a up total beat. I down. stood up and he gave him a standing ovation. Oh my you god, you are a Dan. sick fuck, Dan. But I think that's all that happened. That was the only Winterfell oh. moment. By the way, guys, yeah. just in case you forgot, Ramsey is a fucking dickhead. Uh, we just wanted to remind you real quick. But an uh, awesome all right, dickhead. See yeah. Yeah, that was pretty God, much it. Uh, th- his scenes are so insane. Just how he's like killed her and then it was like, eh. Dude, that, just kept eating his he, apple. Eating his apple. <laughs> that actor is incredible. Like yeah. He makes that character so, so hateable. Or lovable if you're Dan. Or lovable if you're Dan. Uh, I'm sure there's a small 
you know, there's percentage more, there's of people. There's got to be more of us out there. There are dozens of you. Yeah. <laughs> we will get we will get at least one comment. Dozens from of Ramsey Bolton who's fans. Who's like, fuck yeah, Ramsey Bolton. And it'll probably be from a closet serial killer, but that's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> serial killers are huge fans of Ramsey. Um, but yeah, so we can get out of Winterfell. That was that was it. We we popped in. Asha gets murdered pretty brutally. Uh, bleeds out. Ramsey continues eating apple. In scene. Death quota achieved. Death quota achieved. Yes. Um, then we are back with Khaleesi in Vyastothrak, where Jorah and Dario, who are like the odd couple at this point, <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're such a ridiculous pairing. Like Dario is like. Uh, Broing out and bragging about banging Daenerys to uh, to Jorah and telling Jorah like you can't I don't, handle her. I don't think your heart could handle it. Like <laughs> handle sex with her. You're too old. Uh, pretty brutal. And Jorah's just like God, dude. Like you're you didn't you didn't have a whole lot of uh, you weren't raised very well, were you? <laughs> Oysters, clams, and cuckolds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, fucking friends. How did we there. work that in? Um, <laughs> Anyway, but they they meet up with Daenerys. <laughs> <laughs> you were holding on to that one. <laughs> I can't. That, that was in my back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so Jorah and Dario meet up with Daenerys, and uh, they they basically all agree that there's no way they're going to fight their way out of the city. So they need a plan, and Daenerys has one. We don't find out what that is immediately, but soon later. Um, she is in a hut with all the calls who she just like just 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 destroys verbally all of these guys like compares them all to call drogo basically says they're all small men i think she calls them yeah small men um makes fun of their plans like what are you gonna do like raid some little villages like have sex with some women Ooh, yeah you guys are you guys are really killing it over here (laughs) so tough and so they're they're like, well, okay, never mind. You know what? We we're won't uh, we won't send you back with all the other widows. We're all gonna rape you. We're gonna run train on. We're you. gonna <laughs> run a giant train. Then our blood riders are gonna run a giant train. Then uh, our horses are gonna run a God. giant train. Choo choo. And you're like, wow, I really hope uh, Khaleesi has a plan here because things are about to go really poorly if she doesn't. Who and it knew? turns out she does. Who knew sand would be so flammable? Yeah. So <laughs> she's pushing over these pillars with fire in them, and that fire is really spreading. Um, I thought it was like some. So hay. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure what happened there is, um, you know, the other uh, bias, the other Khaleesi girl who um, got kidnapped, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. kidnapped with her or the caught by her. Okay. Um, I think what happened there is she just like let a little, let a little bit of gas in there. Uh, I think that's the implication. Where do they get gas? Whatever. Flammable. Gas. I don't know. Whatever the fucking flammable materials. Medieval fire making. No, okay. what, what was it called in like the the ransacking of uh, was it wildfire? C2? Wildfire. That's wildfire. Was I don't think this was that. Not wildfire. That shit's green. Yeah. No. But, but I, I think that's I think that's the implication. Yeah. I was kind of in the same boat like Sand does not do Okay, that. so that that is a good point. She she could have had a little more help than maybe I originally thought because Jorah and Dario clearly bar the door so that nobody can get out. But maybe that other chick helped by like hooking it up with some flammable materials on the ground cuz what you're right, Dan, when she was pushing stuff over, I mean it was flames were going immediately. A long distance very quickly. Uh but awesome Daenerys scene. It was awesome. I will say though, I was a little taken out of it because I thought the entire time she had a body double, so I'm like that kind of that kind of ruined it for me. But then I read today it was actually her. Wait, it, it was? I thought so, she had a claws in her. So she emerges from that. the flames. Her clothes have obviously burnt off because clothes, unlike her, uh, can be burnt. 
But that was the big thing. She there was some Daenerys nudity, some Khaleesi boobage. So I think and I need to go back and watch it again because I was. It just took me out of it. Well, because like, oh, every, everybody had heard that she was no longer going to do nude scenes, that it was in her contract, no more nude scenes, she wasn't going to do them anymore. But it turns out she has already confirmed this was, in fact, her. There was no body what? double. But that makes it, so it much looked better. funny. Like, yeah. it looked it a, little, a little And you weird. know why? It's because of the CGI flames immediately behind her. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like they always cut short on the CGI budget yeah. with uh, just Danny. A, just, yeah. <laughs> with <laughs> the, the dragon. dragon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dragon's way over there in this scene. Like, yeah, I, I watched it, it again. Um, not just that scene, the whole episode. But, uh, but, but definitely that scene. But then that scene really paid attention closely. But... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, no. So Daenerys has decided apparently that she is okay with nudity, and I thought it was that was like that was her most powerful scene to date, even yeah, more so I than emerging so. from the flames with the dragons, yeah. because yeah. she has the entire, the entire population of the Dothraki yeah. bow down to her. Yeah, and that other time was just a couple people, like it was like know, eight 50. dudes, like who okay, who or, were like or eight, totally know. screwed at the time too. Yeah, and you know you know what else is really cool? She did something badass without her dragons like yep. that's, yeah, that, that was... hasn't really like for so long it's been like you know uh with the weird warlock dudes or like taking the slaver cities the first time like it's always like oh yeah dragons fuck shit up and then it's over like she actually did this completely on her own and it just uh, i think it really speaks to the badass that she's become over over time and as tfm's resident feminist I have to say, uh, the show's really taking a turn for like uh, just empowering women and just like women just taking <laughs> roles. <laughs> women that are taking roles, uh, they're just they're getting a lot more powerful. Like so, I mean, just in this entire this entire episode, there's Sansa, there's uh, Danny, uh, just everyone. No, for sure, everyone that's I, a woman in the show. It seems to get. Uh, is, is get is gaining more power. Well, thank you well, to our resident feminist <laughs> for, <laughs> for pointing that. Our out. resident feminist, whose favorite character is fucking Ramsey Bolton. Yeah. Well, we can serial we can, rapist <laughs> of can, women. Yeah, we can really count on the female empowerment message that Game of Thrones is pushing. Like, y- all you really need to do is get raped in a couple abusive relationships a couple times, and you can be like Sansa too, like, <laughs> and Danny or Danny. Yeah. She um. She was raped the first time, right? No, she but, never was. Well, it was the wedding, yeah, night, like, wedding was, night was kind of rape. That oh, was, it was rape. like a little rape. That was sensually. Eventually, she kind of got like the cabin fever. It's like, all right, I'm into this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cabin that's fever. One, that's one way to put it. Um, do we have anything else that anybody wants to touch on? Uh, what do you guys think of the episode? It's kind of. I thought it was great. I thought it was the yeah, second best I episode this season behind. John being resurrected, and I thought it was one of the best episodes of all the seasons, like in the top ten for it sure. So happy. It seems it seems like a real kind of turning point episode. Like you've got John John Snow coming back was obviously just a huge deal for the story, but seems like now this past episode just really is setting a lot of the pieces in motion for what is ultimately about to be pretty badass. So, what do we what do we think is going to happen? With all right, so so. Daenerys has clearly won over the entire Dothraki population um, with that little stunt she pulled there. What's she going to do? She needs boats. She's going to go back to Marine. Marine. She still doesn't have any boats. No boats. And they don't believe in boats, and they're scared of water. <laughs> She's still going to go back with them. They're going to be her army. Fuck and, up like, the sons yeah, of a harpy. Yeah, they might fuck up those other people. and maybe. I, see, this is my thing, though. She keeps getting into situations where it's like, all right, she could probably pull something off here, but... 
huge problem is that she can't get there. She can't get back to Marine if she wants to. She can't get to Westeros if she wants Why to. She's she to Well, Marine? she can walk. She it's pretty fucking far, though. Oh, it's far. How'd she get where she is? Oh, wait. So there's no water no, between flew Marine and... she flew Oh, okay. No, no it's, on, it's on the same... Oh, right. Where uh, are her fucking... Where's that dragon at? He's, he's just doing his thing. Flying around. Eating oh, goats. Yeah. All right. Shooting Children. fire at, at oh, small children. What, what would you, what would you be doing if you were a dragon? Come on, just... Trying to find some. Yeah, he needs dragons. to bring his ass back. Yeah. Um, and where are the other ones? Are they, but how are many they people... free now, too, flying around? See, we don't know where the other ones are because they were freed by Tyrion, but probably don't fit out the door that was available right, for right. exiting. So we never know. How yeah, many people and horses are you fitting on your standard dragon? None. <laughs> not, not enough. I don't think, I don't think <laughs> no horses, horses are fitting on the dragon. <laughs> I think, no, I think, I think what's, what's going down, Danny's going to get her way, get her way back to Marine. And this Iron Island stuff is, I'm hoping it just kind of hits fast Has forward. Has something to pay off. And that's I mean, where the boats come from? I think that makes too much, like that's really the only source for boats that we know of right now. So, I th- and you know, the Iron Islands kind of doesn't seem like it matters right now. So an easy way to make them matter, which is get them, get them over to Danny, team up, fuck shit up. I mean, she's already got a band of misfits. She's got a whole bunch of pillagers and rapists, former slaves, and you know, a eunuch army. So, what's what's a bunch of uh, you know pirate pirate lords? To I'm throw wondering in the mix? if she is going to conquer the rest of Slavers Bay um, before moving on to. God, I hope not. I feel like she's. I hope not too. <laughs> Enough. Just leave those people be. Like it's 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 terrible to say, but come on, man. We got bigger issues here than slavery. Let the crossdressers have their slaves. <laughs> let those well, let if, those crossdressers well, have their if, slaves. If there's some way that Tyrion's little deal works out and slavery is actually like going to end in seven years or whatever, maybe that's finally a reason for her to just get the fuck out of there and become relevant. I don't know though. Isn't there some like crazy theory about the Miranese knot or whatever, where everybody ends up in Marine or some crap? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, Any other thoughts on the episode as a whole, Veronica? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I thought it was great. I think I think I agree with you, Ross. That I think it's my favorite, maybe one of my favorites overall. But it's just we're at such a high point right now that like. I'm terrified about what's going to Is this the highest point we've been at in the show's history? Since it started, like episode one, when they're all just like, hey, let's meet up with like King Robert. We we had the first 20 minutes of episode one were pretty cool. Um, Um, (laughs) Well, not the part where the White Walkers are just offing. Oh, right. Yeah. The beginning of the show. (laughs) It's five through 20 of the first episode. Yeah, minutes five through 20. There you go. Yeah, but this is, uh, I think, the high point in the whole series. Yeah. And so that means like. Which cannot be good. Right. Like there's nowhere to go but down. Like. So that's or maybe there's just this whole I mean, maybe the first, you know, several books were going to be brutal and all negative, And then now everything's just no way. up and up the rest no of the way. way. Suddenly George, it's a comedy show. Like. George R. R. Martin had like a, a turn of the page. And yeah. Just like, yeah. Oh, you know what? I think somebody why be so gloomy. If <laughs> some one of the like heroes is going to is going to die or it's just a really important character. I feel like is going to die, whether that's like. Cersei or Sansa, but like somebody really fucking shocking has to die. And but the thing is though, with the show, whenever I we go to like scenes that aren't at the Wall or aren't in Winterfell, anything that's not North, I'm like, this doesn't really matter. It's like we have yeah. White Walkers. Like in the grand scheme of things, like King's Landing, who gives a shit about like Cersei or Jaime and like what's happening there? It's like we have like this yeah, army King's of Landing. dead about to like yeah, winter raid is coming, death on us. 
Well, that, I mean, that's a good point. The thing that, that has started to happen and be more apparent this season, though, is that a lot of this crap that didn't seem to really play into the big picture, which is that, hey, uh, we need to be able to fight off this army of the dead, yeah. right. is starting to make more sense. Like, it's start, you're starting to be able to kind of see, like, how these pieces are going to come together to, you know, prevent the extinction of normal human beings that aren't frozen dead people. Well, I think we got... Definitely. I think we got uh, in the uh, next week coming, I think Bran is gonna yeah. hit up some. Yeah. So what all did we see in the preview for next week? I think that's the most important thing. I, I actually that was, that is terrifying. I was that actually scene. talking to my brother about that, and he's he thinks that he was your like, brother with the penis that you've seen. I have not at seen least it. Lies. Anyway. Stop. Anyway. Sorry. Ew. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. Yeah, but that's the brother I'm talking about. Um. Anyway, he. <laughs> He thinks that, that he was just uh, like sleeping, tree sleeping when, when those. Yeah. So, but then why is she well, trying he was to wake him up? Too. Um, oh, right, right. So why is she trying to wake him up? Now that we don't know. Maybe he's tree sleepwalking, venturing without permission. Yeah. Mm. Maybe he's seems, maybe he's yeah. doing it without the three eyed raven, and he's she finds him doing long. it himself, right. and is like, oh my god. This dude needs to wake up. He could now be anywhere. No, yeah. And it turns out he is in Because, uh, you know, the three probably eyed, the scariest possible three-eyed place. Three-eyed Raven, every single time we're going into one of these flashbacks, he's always just like, all right, come on, we got to go. Like, dude, we got to roll. Let's go. You're going to Let's go drown. before this very important plot point happens for us. Um, so <laughs> we can't you gotta, I got to think a natural uh, progression there is Bran's just frustrated with it, plugs himself into the tree internet and <laughs> sees, sees something he shouldn't. So. It's the Matrix. Yeah, he's go- he ends up right next to the Night King, um, yeah. who's the coolest looking bad dude ever, with his pointy head crown. Yeah, yeah and he does the come at me, awesome, bro, though. to what raise else? the dead. Was anything else like a significant that we got in the teaser? I don't remember. That's the only thing I remember. Yeah, that's all I remember too. So probably not. So I guess not. I guess that's matters. it. Winter. All right, before still before I leave though, let's uh, can I get your picks on who's going to end up on the Iron Throne at the end of the show? Just like. First thing that comes to mind. Who, I ran who? a poll on Twitter to see what on our oysters, clams, and cockles Twitter, oh. which is which is clams and cockles at clams and cockles, and uh, majority of people voted for Jon Snow. I have to agree with those people. I think, and I hate to uh, root for incest, especially with the fucking topics of conversation that have been in this podcast. Mm. Um, but I think that Danny and John are going to like get married and that's what I want. And for them to be on the throne together. Like they're going to get, like he's going to end up being a Targaryen and they're still going to get married. Yeah, but I want, yeah, and they'll get incest married. Mm. What do you, what do you think, Dan? I mean, I want Ramsay. Obviously. Let's be realistic. I know, I know. Uh, (laughs) I'm thinking about taking a flyer on Hodor just because it's just so outrageous. You just love the long odds. I love the long odds. It's, it's about winning money, but uh, my, my actual pick would probably be probably John. Yeah. yeah, I think at this point he's the safest pick. His odds are the best. What the fuck happens between Danny and John if they don't get married? They just like. I heard a theory this week that John and Sansa are going to fall for each other. Mm. But he likes uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Joe, what do you think? Who who ends up on the Iron Throne? Um, hot take. I don't think there's going to be an Iron Throne. Oh, snap. Ooh. Um, whether, what take. happens to it? Whether, it whether that's, that's my take. <laughs> whether that's uh, Daenerys. Cut this out. Um, whether that's Daenerys wrecking shit, just burning King's Landing to the ground, or White Walkers uh, 
making their way all the way down there. Uh, I just don't think I don't think the Iron Throne is going to be a thing anymore. You we know might, what? We might break out back into Seven Kingdoms. Everyone might be dead except Daenerys and Jon Snow. Uh, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I don't think the Iron Throne is going to matter at all. It would be the ultimate fuck you from George R. R. Martin if this like this uh, continuation of of happy things like. Yeah. reuniting and everything's going really well and then the end of the show is the White Walker army just rolling everyone and oh, everyone dude, dies. What if the White Walkers sit on the Iron Throne? That was Ooh. one of the options in oh, my poll on Twitter. It. I didn't look at that. Well, like, it's, it's cool. Don't follow our own no, Twitter account. No, I do account. follow That's it. I, I, looked, I, didn't see, I didn't see you tweet that. That is it for this week. Um... On iTunes, subscribe, Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. Give us a five-star rating. Leave a review. Tell everyone you know that watches Game of Thrones to listen to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Clams and Cockles. And remember to use that manoutfitters.com discount code. It's OCC. You'll type it in at checkout for 20% off. Uh, I am Ross Bolin. My social media is at WRBolin on all platforms. And I'll let our special guest, Dan, go next. Uh, I'm Dan Regester. My Twitter handle is Dan underscore R-E-G-E-S-T-E-R and Dan Regester uh, for Instagram and everything else. If you want to follow somebody whose favorite character is Ramsey Bolton. Which you do. Which you probably do. No. Uh, then Veronica. Uh, it's at Veronica Ruck, R-U-C-K-H, Twitter and Instagram. And our special guest host, Master of Information, Joe Nullet. That's me. Joe Nullet at Joe Nullet, N-U-L-L-E-T, across the board. Thank you, guys. Uh, we will see you next week. Enjoy our theme song on the way out. Oysters. Clams. Stop. Cockles. Oysters. <laughs> <laughs>